you get your uh, car magnets? Yep. Yep. I am. How they look? Completely set. Nice. They look good. Um, yeah. The the roof rack is only twenty two inches, so it's yeah. not quite the length of the car or the width of the car, whatever. However, the fuck you measure that. Um, okay. But I mean, they're so bright that you're not even gonna be able to see the like that it's not the right fucking size but i don't care right dance monkey dance This week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing all right. How's things down in Grand Old Pit of Florida? Uh, we had fall for two days. That was oh. kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. Did the leaves change colors? Uh, you mean from brown to brown? <laughs> yes. <laughs> did the did the palm trees change colors? No. 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 Nope up their coconuts but, yeah <laughs> nope 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 but you know it's 80 today it's just going to keep climbing for the next week yeah before it gets cool again right they're projecting here like 70 on halloween which will feel somewhat cool yep so that'll be nice yeah at least it's not like you know walking around sweating your ass off but yeah, you did. Did you decorate your house for Halloween? I didn't. Yeah. I pulled out my my big container of carved <laughs> jack o' lanterns, and it's still sitting in the dining room, <laughs> just ready to go right back to where it was. Just ready to go right back on the shelf. Yep. Hey, it happens. Yeah, I have no motivation. I can see that. I mean, with all the tourist shit that goes on down there well plus my neighbors have about 20 inflatables in their yard oh yeah so i mean it's not like i could compete right but so yeah i haven't done anything i mean i'll 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 do something on halloween day but (laughs) i don't know what you're gonna hand out candy or you're just gonna turn off your lights uh i'm gonna have a candy oh okay and I've got some rubber snakes. <laughs> just, just uh, you know, price For the up. ones who can't have sugar, you know, here, there you go. what do you want? You want a trick or a treat? <laughs> you want a trick? Put your hand in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> the price of um, of Halloween candy has gone up significantly this year. Yes. As with fucking and, everything else. And I made sure to buy candy that I do not like. <laughs> <laughs> so you just hand out handfuls by the end? I just hand it out by the end, and if there's any left, it goes to work. There you go. You know, delete anything. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, so I got Sour Patch Kids. Oh. Okay. I don't know if that's the equivalent of those those Canada mints. Circus. My peanuts. grandmother used to have. Oh, circus peanuts. There you go. <laughs> 
Look, it's it's the chewy jelly shit that all the kids love, so I'm sure you'll get rid of it. Yeah. Oh, well, whether or not they want it, I'm getting rid of it. <laughs> Just throw it in there. There you go. Here you go. Good luck. <laughs> Give it all to the first kid and then turn the lights off. <laughs> you just put it out in a bowl that says take one. Right, and then it'll be gone. And then it's gone. Uh, they just empty it into the first kid's ba- the, the bag, and then you're done. It'll be fine. Sure it will. I remember taking the kid around the places here where they had those, but, like, there'd be signs that says... Please only take one. We're watching. And it's like, why why aren't you out fucking handing out candy then? Right. Like, if you're going to quote unquote watch the kids, which is creepy enough, like, what the fuck are you doing? We have people here that um, don't hand out candy, but want to see all of the kids in their costumes. And it's like, fuck you. Like, if you can't be bothered to fucking hand out candy, then you don't get to see what my kid is. So they let the kids ring the bell? No, they'll stand out front. Oh. They'll stand out front and they'll, as kids come up, they'll yell at them that we don't have any candy. We're just looking at costumes. And it's like, fuck you. Because I live in the Bible Belt where, you know, fucking Halloween is the devil's holiday. Well, of course. It's the night Satan goes free. (laughs) And he's coming right to your neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. So they think. Yeah. Oh, very silly. Yeah. Very, very silly. Yep. So I'm looking forward to Halloween this year. So this should be fun. Yeah. Definitely. For me, it's just another day. I know. And you've been dealing with Halloween since what? Fucking August? Yes. Because that's what they do in Florida. Yes. They start all that bullshit in August. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't blame you. Like, I'd be a little sick of it. I remember being down there and, like, with all of the Christmas shit going on, not decorating for Christmas. Yeah. Like, just being like, yeah, I see that all the time everywhere, so why the fuck am I going to do it here? Right. You kind of want to. Yeah desaturate yourself yeah a lot of people don't get what it's like to fucking live in Orlando nope it's fucking terrible (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yep so have you watched anything for Halloween yet um I watched a couple of things this week I watched the original Poltergeist Okay. Um, which oddly on HBO is listed as scary, but for the family. And I was like, uh, okay, okay, if you want to fucking like, like have your kids terrified of their closets. Sure. Right. Right. Um, so I watched that, you know, that it kind of holds up. It, it's definitely a product of its time. Right. Um, and the visual effects, while amazing for the time, fall a little flat here and there. But okay. for the most part, um, you know, it was it was a fun rewatch. Um, I also watched. What was the other? Oh, I watched Young Frankenstein. OK. 
Um, that does not stand up. It's still very funny. No, exactly. But it's, it's very dated. It's well, all of the Mel Brooks stuff is very dated. Yes. Um, what was I watching? What? Um, I'm trying to think of the other thing that I was watching that was super outdated too. Um, eh, that'll come to me. But yeah, I watched that because I hadn't seen that since I was probably a kid. Um, and it's always one of those things that I say I want to rewatch and I'm, I never do. Mm-hmm. And so then it was on HBO and I was like, oh, okay, I can watch it there. Um, and then I also watched what would, I guess some people would consider his best film, which is not saying much because the bar is really low, but I watched Rob Zombie's The Devil's Rejects. Ah. Uh. Um, you know, after having to sit through fucking... Um, um, the monsters, you know, I was just like, uh, okay. And that's, you know, it's violent and it's over the top. And, but I mean, of his other films, this is probably his best. If that's saying anything. Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's like, saying which one of Kevin Smith's films is his best. You know, he's not Francis Ford Coppola. He's not, you know, (laughs) Franco Zeffirelli. He's, you know, (laughs) Rob Zombie. Yeah, I know. But, you know, it's, it's always worth to have it on in the background, I guess. I know what the other one was. When I was watching... Um, The Shining last week. Uh huh. There's a couple of moments in The Shining that are really dated, of oh. like, um, um, Jack is talking to the ghost of um the the past caretaker, the one that actually killed his kids. Yeah. And he talked about how his son was in contact with somebody that could, um, that could mess up all their plans. And Jack says, who? And the guy says an N word. And Jack says an N word. And he says, yeah, an Edward cook. And I was like, Oh, okay. This is way dated. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a little bizarre, but you know, what are you going to do? Exactly. Exactly. Well, I watched two movies that by total coincidence featured or had something to do with Frank Oz. Oh, Spies Like Us? Nope. Oh. Nope. Both both very Halloween themed. Oh, okay. Uh, one he directed, one he appears in, as does Miss Piggy. Any guesses? Uh, no. Uh, Little Shop of Horrors, he directed. Oh, okay, okay. A- and An American Werewolf in London. Did he, wait, was, he didn't direct American Werewolf in London though, right? No. That he's in Phil it. Landis. Oh, okay. Yes. He's in it, and there's mm-hmm. a clip of Kermit and Miss Piggy at one point. Oh, okay. Um, American Werewolf in, Paris, in London does not hold up. 
No, it, it all the I, all the horror stuff isn't. No, because we're kind of desensitized with how much CGI does nowadays and animatronics, and I mean the the gore was really cartoony. You know, his friend gets gets killed by the werewolf and then keeps coming back to warn him he's got to kill himself or he's going to change. Right. So he goes from, you know, having his face slashed open and then he starts to decompose. And it was like, oh, OK, well, <laughs> nice try. Nice try. Um, um, it's not really a good movie. <laughs> I know it's a classic because of the Rick Baker effects. Right. But it's, it's, it, it's not good. (laughs) You never really understand why the werewolf is there and why the people in the tavern won't tell the two guys about it. Right. And then at the end, he just kind of goes ape shit and he's running around Piccadilly circus, taking people out and then the nurse who was was nursing him back to health uh, goes to confront the wolf, knowing that it's the guy. And then he lunges for her and the cops open open fire. It's like, oh, that's, yeah, it, I, huh. I feel like a lot of those films suffer from like not having a third act. Yeah, I think a lot of times they have these great ideas um, and especially with something like American Werewolf in London where you have these amazing Rick Baker effects and so I feel like a lot of it's like well how can we showcase this even more and then they get rid of whatever was in the third act and like it just kind of falls apart on them mm-hmm. I mean I think a lot of 80s movies that kind of deals with I mean for its time period the effects are impressive right because it was all prosthetics and it was air bladders and one like his hands and his feet are stretching out but they were all done as cutaways because you couldn't really do a full transformation right at that time right and that's and that was the same thing when they did um thriller right it was it was kind of the same thing they they had to do kind of the same things because they they brought rick baker in and john landis and then we're like um you know but we we have to do these in a series of cutaways and like there were different um like sections that they would talk about like if you ever watch the making of um there's like they do these um, illustrations of what's supposed to be on the screen at any given time because they couldn't all do it at once Mm, Um, but I mean now with CG being as open as it is I wonder if it would have the same impact because one of the things with like like that would was that like nobody had ever seen that kind of stuff before Right. And so seeing somebody change into a werewolf was like shocking and traumatic. Would that hold up? Right. 
Yeah, I'm going to say no. (laughs) (laughs) No, it it was an entertaining movie, but, um, yeah, like doesn't need rewatching. No. To to see the nuances (laughs) of of the cranky British people in in the, the, the slaughtered lamb. Right. Um, and isn't there yeah. like weird, doesn't he have like weird dreams of like people yes. in masks and shit? He has these dreams with these Nazi zombies. That's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's weird. <laughs> like not in a good way. Not in a good weird. It's weird. Uh, um, cause I was watching it. It's like, what the, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's one of those things like. It feels like they just had these cool ideas and then they were like, well, maybe we can just do something with this and it just doesn't fucking work. Right. Yeah. Now, however, Little Shop of Horrors, I still find enjoyable. Yeah. Even even though this one had the original ending to it. What's the original ending? where they move to the country and then the camera pans out and there's like a little Audrey two in the garden. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but the original ending that was, was never completed, but you can find it on YouTube. Um, the plants take over New York city and you see them like, you know, climbing skyscrapers and, um, eating trains <laughs> so uh yeah as it but was meant fun. to be as it was meant to be of course <laughs> yeah I don't know why I don't know I, um Frank Oz did so many different types of movies that he directed that I guess I would say he never really got pigeonholed yeah you know, because didn't he do Dirty, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? Yeah, he did. I, ju- I think, like, like, you know, he was known as, as the Muppet guy. Right. And so he was trying to make his name outside of that. Um, so he picked all this weird stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's... Uh, It's it's definitely a lengthy career of different types, but yeah, his first movie was The Dark Crystal that he directed. That he directed. Why were why did I always think that that Henson was it was it co-directed? Possibly, because that was Henson's baby. Yeah, it looks like they were co-directors. Okay, that makes more sense. Yes. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, um, In and Out. Did you see In and Out with Joan Cusack and Kevin Klein? Possibly. What year did that come out? Uh, ninety-seven. Mm. Maybe not. Hang on, let me look. Uh. I don't think I have. This does not look familiar to me. 
No. All um, right. It's a funny movie. Okay. But yeah, Little Shop is still fun. Highly recommend it. Worth the watch, especially this time of year. <laughs> what else have you watched this week? Anything exciting? Watched Andor. Yes. Which continues to be the best Star Wars TV that they've done. And it's not getting a lot of viewers. Well, they're saying that that was a mistake. Oh, really? Apparently, there was some kerfuffle with a with the viewership numbers, and um, apparently, it's one of the top rated Star Wars shows that they've ever shown. Oh, thank God! Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not that I think that 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 matters to like. I'm sure Disney has people that monitor the internet for people that like the show and if they're if they're reading anything on like reddit or any of like the the review sites everybody mm-hmm. loves andor so i can't see them thinking that like those numbers are right but yeah i mean one of the things that i really enjoy about this even though it's slower than most of the other star wars shows Right. Is the amount of world building and the amount of tension that they're able to to infuse into 50 minutes of TV. Right. With with 12 episodes and they're not having to cut things short um, because it's it feels like they had a plan. Like Disney should have taken note of these people when fucking they tried the sequel trilogy shit. Right. Um you know, it it very much feels like they're doing what's it? Uh three separate kind of like stories. Uh-huh. Or four four separate stories because there's 12 of them. Um involving Andor um leading up to to Rogue One. And I feel like that was the way it was pitched. We're going to do three episode arcs and every three episodes the show is going to change. And while there'll there'll be the through line of of a story, it's going to be the first three is him getting off as the the planet he's living on. This next three are going to be the heist. Three after that are going to be him in prison, apparently. Um, you know, and then the last three will be whatever whatever we get to see. Right. But building on that, they're not having to pad the center section of just one story and it's what we had always talked about with superhero tv shows is do a couple of different arcs during the season so that there's never a lull in what's going on right and you know it it also is this um i see a lot of people talk about the the political undertones that the show is, is hitting. Right. Um, and in this, this last episode, he's in the wrong place at the wrong time and gets accused of something that he didn't do. Right. Like that he outright didn't do. And he's going to jail anyway. 
Right. And it feels very political and very current with the times. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's all interesting too, that they're able to, it, it kind of feels like even though they didn't mean to do it, like the episodes of this last season of Orville, where it seemed super timely that they were talking about like abortion and gender reassignment and trans kids and all that kind of stuff. Right. And they were just like, no, we filmed this stuff like a year and a half ago. We were just right. kind of ahead of the curve. Yeah. Um, but you know, with Andor, it feels, it feels more like they're, they're taking a political commentary on the world, the current world mess and projecting that in the star Wars so that like, it's it's easier for people to understand but i mean it's a super good show i mean i really didn't know what to expect when they announced an andor tv show right and like you know what were we going to see and and how are they going to make this character interesting and he's still a morally gray character Oh, very much so. He's still killing people and stealing and getting away with murder. Right. Um, And he was that way in Rogue One as well. So it's going to be interesting to see if there's any kind of redemption for him or is it just the story of how this one dude became important to the rebellion? Hmm. Yeah, I almost get the feeling that that, uh, Fiona Shaw character is going to get killed and that's kind of going to push him closer to the rebellion yeah something's got to happen with her yeah I mean especially now that she's decided to not leave and go to the beach (laughs) yeah yeah and like there's that whole like um underpinning of like I'm going to be really worried about you and she's like that's just love and that's you know that's that's if you're going to love somebody that's what you have to deal with and so, yeah, then it feels like there's a little bit of a time jump because now he's got like a new girlfriend and he's staying in a new place. Right. Um, but in the rest of the galaxy, it seems like the, the heist just happened. So I don't, I'm not sure how they're going to play that. Whether that end scene was a jump in time without them telling us. Oh, Interesting. I, I do like how Mon Mothma confesses that she's playing a part. Yeah. And, you know, it's like she she asks her friend for help with her charity, hoping it's going to be another one of those little nuisances. So they think she's kind of, you know, frivolous and unimportant. And, you know, in the meantime, she's going to take them down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it was interesting to, to find out that, like, Cause you thought that her and, um, Oh, Luthen, uh, huh. We're kind of working together. Yeah, but they're not, but they're not. He's, and you know, even, even with Luthen, like it was this weird thing where you figured that like he had this entire network and they were starting to, to put these plans in place. And it just seems like it was just these five or six people on this planet and he was just going to try it and see what happened. And like, they're all expendable if they get caught. And, uh, 
you know, and she's, she doesn't want any part of it. And it's like, Oh, that's kind of interesting that like, they're not together in this. Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting to see the last, was it five episodes? Was this number seven? Uh, was this number eight? Um, let me look. Hang on. Uh, this was episode seven. Seven. So mm-hmm. there's five more. Yes. Well, that's good. And as they've been doing, they brought back a character that you've seen a couple of times in other other Star Wars properties. Mm-hmm. The the main dude at the ISB who shows up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh is in a new hope yep he is in the scene where they're talking about the the battle station being operational and he's kind of sitting in the corner in a white suit by himself Mm -hmm. um but that's the same character yep and he's been in rebels and a couple of other things so um it's always cool when they do that kind of shit they find somebody that looks just like the guy from 1977 and they, they like give an entire backstory because otherwise it was just a dude in white exactly exactly and we still haven't met Uncle Harlow no and I don't know where that's going um, that that entire storyline with that, that dude Karn is just like um at, at some point, is he either going to break away to go find Cassian, or is he going to break away to go join Cassian? Right. And well, I, maybe that's, that's the game they're playing. Is you know which way is he going to go? Yeah, but and I I I like the fact that they don't treat their audience like they're stupid. Mm-hmm. They're like, we'll get to it. Don't worry about it. Like everything's happening for a reason. Just just pay attention to what's going on. We get K2SO type yes. droids, K2 droids. Yes. Um, I really half expected the robot to have Alan Tudyk's voice. But I think I think in canon they've already told that story. I think yeah. that was told in the comic book somewhere. And okay. so I think, like, they wouldn't change it now. But I, I he's supposed to be in it at some point. Right. So we are going to get... And Alan Tudyk as K2SO, so that should be good. There's also a very much lack of aliens in this show. Or alien looking people. Um They're all in the background. Right. It none of none of the main characters or any of that stuff is anything but human looking. And I think that that helps. I honestly think that that helps the, um, that that helps the show. Yeah. Because it humanizes it and it's, it's lets it be relatable to average people. Right. I mean, this time we got a newscast, like you've never seen a newscast in star Wars before. Yeah. Well, I think you've seen it in in like some of the animated shows. Yeah. 
Yeah, but not one of the the ten movies. No, no, not live action. So, I mean, I'll, I'll like all of these people like that are behind this, like Tony Gilroy and stuff, are just phenomenal at telling these stories. And I think like maybe the, the Book of Boba Fett people should like sit up and pay attention. <laughs> of like, this is how you tell a story. Right. It doesn't have to be like just on the surface like you can actually have depth to your story and I know they tried that with the sand people but it didn't come across that way no so but that's probably my favorite thing on TV right now okay Yes, you I also I, I I also watched the the last the net most recent episode of Interview with a Vampire. Okay. It's really good. Okay. Um but it's it's the whole premise is really starting to confuse the hell out of me. <laughs> okay. Because they're telling stories that were told in the original books, but this is supposed to be like thirty years past that. And you're kind oh. of getting the same stories being rehashed. Okay. Um, like in this one, there's there's the uh, the little girl who Louis makes a vampire. Um, in the movie, it was Kirsten Dunst, and she was like, I don't know, eight or nine. Right. And in this one, she's 14. Oh. So she's, you know, on the brink of womanhood where she ends up being a vampire and... Very interesting, but um, wasn't she killed in the movie though? Oh yeah, Lestat kills her. Okay, but not before she masqueraded as their their daughter for a while. Right. You know, but her killing was just so indiscriminate that eventually um, Lestat has to kill her. Oh uh, okay. They they. I want to say like they lock her in a well or something. Yeah, and like the sun. So the when the sun comes, yes. Yeah. Yes. And she had like made another vampire or something, and they stuck her in there too. Yep. That's gotta suck. It's like here, I'm gonna promise you immortality. Right. Right. Uh, you only get one day. Sorry. <laughs> and now we die. Right. But it's still really well done. Not sure why he's living in um, Dubai. <laughs> Maybe they're they're vampire friendly. I don't know. Because there was a tax credit to shoot there. Uh, probably. <laughs> Would not be surprised. <laughs> uh. So yeah, uh, I caught up on the show reboot. I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's just too meta for me. Oh, really? Because they 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 think they're very funny. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't come across that way. I mean, the funniest part are the old Jews who who get brought in with Paul Reiser to to write the the reboot. <laughs> but I mean, overall, it's like Judy Gear Greer 
um, has a lesbian relationship with this girl on the show, but then she finds out the girl has a has a uh, habit of doing this to get um, get ahead. Oh, so she goes to like a a a women's retreat and she gets stoned on mushrooms and it's it's just not funny to me. I could see that. I could you know, see that it's just problem. like, eh. I mean, Keegan Michael Key is is playing it way too straight. <laughs> Instead of being, you know, the 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 wacky character that he is on, you know, on on both Mad TV and um, Keel and P or P and Key and Peel. Key and Peel. <laughs> key and Peel. P and Key. P and Key. Yes. Um, yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. It's kind of, I don't know. I don't, I'm, mm, yeah. (laughs) I mean, you don't have to like everything to watch. I don't. No. But I want to. I know. And you're a completist, which means you'll sit there and watch the rest of the season. Yes, I will. Yeah. And then I'll bitch about it. (laughs) Uh. So, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I think that's about all I've eaten. I've watched this all, week. All you've eaten this week? All I've eaten this week, yes. All you've eaten this week is TV shows. How are you staying upright? <sighs> Who says I am? <laughs> I watched um, I, I watched the Black Adam movie this oh, weekend. Oh, why? Was it any good? Because I was curious. Yeah. It's... How do I put this? It's good it's not great it's not the marvel killer that they were wanting it to be um they introduce a new place that is um has all of this advanced technology here on earth okay and they have these wakanda kind of um it's it's where like black adam was born and there's there's a special mineral. It's it's exactly like Wakanda. There's a special <laughs> mineral that they're mining called Eternium. Oh, as opposed to Vibranium. Yeah. And so uh, this kid back, you know, a thousand years before had led this revolt. And the kid got swept away to the wizards of Shazam and they're giving him his their power to be their champion and like there's this whole story that goes with it um but one of one of their issues is look i like the rock i think he's charismatic and i think he can be fun to watch but it's the same character that he's always playing it's the rock like even in like um uh jungle cruise uh-huh. It was just a form of the rock that like, sure. yes, he's not stretching as an actor. Right. And that doesn't happen here either. Okay. And so you have this dude that's basically an anti-hero, and for some reason, Amanda Waller from suicide squad shows up. And instead of sending task force X, she sends 
the Justice Society of America, who we've never heard of or never met before in the DCEU. Okay. And it's Hawkman, Cyclone, Adam Smasher, and Dr. Fate. You know, the heavies. Yeah. And none of them are likable. Really? None of them. You're hoping that every single one of them dies. Oh. And you're like, like, um, I don't know if you know the actor Aldis, Aldis Hodge. He was on, um, oh, Leverage, where like no. the con artists like helped people. I, I never watched Leverage. Okay, so he was the tech dude on Leverage, and he's done some stuff since then. But he okay. plays Hawkman. And while it's a much better Hawkman than the CW version and a much better Dr. Fate version than the CW version. Okay. They are completely unlikable. Like they're there. It gets to a point where I'm thinking, who am I supposed to be rooting for? Because they're supposedly good guys, but the rock is supposedly kind of an anti-hero, but helping fighting for the people. So he's kind of the hero but now they're fighting each other. And so they introduce as fucking DC always does a CGI bad guy in the third act. Oh, and of I'm, course. I'm like, Oh God, we're doing suicide squad again. Okay. And there are really cool sequences, but that doesn't make a good film. Okay. And so it's suffering from that DC thing of like, we're going to beat Marvel with this. And it's like, but Marvel's not trying to compete with you. Right. Marvel is doing their own thing. That's what is the difference here. And they don't fucking care. But DC sees it as like, oh, this is a big competition. And they're just shooting themselves in the foot. So if well, you're a completist and like you've seen all the other DCEU movies and you're like well I kind of need to see this too you're probably going to enjoy parts of it okay but on the whole it's just a mess and I don't know where they go from here I really don't I mean I don't know if you're going to watch it and you're going to like you know you want shit intact if you do let me know so I I don't spoil anything <laughs> um but there's a cameo in the mid credit scene. Yes. And that's been leaked everywhere. Right. So I don't I don't have you heard the the rumor or have you heard the leak? Uh no, I haven't heard the details of it, but I I had seen something online about how Black Adam filmed that cameo in in top secret. Yeah. location and So they bring somebody back from the Justice League. And Batman? No. Batfleck? No. No, he's going to be in Aquaman too. Mm. Um and like there was all this shit about this cameo and how it's amazing and it's like 5 seconds long. And I'm like that's the amazing cameo? Okay. Like there just wasn't anything about this movie that like gripped me to be like, "Oh, I need to watch this again." 
And there's been Marvel movies that way for me. Like I'm not a huge Doctor Strange fan. Yeah. Um I'm not a huge um you know, I'm not a huge fan of like Hawkeye or anything. So like I've never went back and revisited the fucking um Hawkeye TV show, but lots of times I judge movies by rewatchability and that can be anything from like a scene to like the whole movie. And there's only one scene in here where I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. But that's out of a fucking two hour film. Right. So, you know, I can't really recommend it if you're just like the casual DC fan. Okay. I, uh, I would probably pass on us. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely something that I don't think you'd pay money to go see. Oh, God, no. I think if if it was on, like, HBO or something, you'd be like, all right, let me see what this is all about. Yeah, no, not at all. But it, it, it's, it's fucking aggravating because DC has a bunch of really good characters. And it's a shame that they, they can't figure this out. They just don't know how to how to make that work, which is... You know, I mean, they could give Marvel a run for their money. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the leadership's just not there. When they announced back in the day that they were going to do a Batman v Superman film, like people really debated on, is this the movie that breaks $2 billion at the box office? Mm -hmm. Because they're the biggest comic book heroes in the world. Right. And they fumbled that hard. And they've never been able to recover anything close to like Man of Steel. And I know there's a bunch of fucking haters for that too, but I mean that's a really good Superman film. Mm-hmm. It just you know, people get that in their head of like, oh, it's not my Superman, and it's like, oh, okay, fuck you. Well, you know, fanboys all have opinions. Well, and that like. Warner Brothers has not helped themselves in DC by like canceling Batgirl and right and you know shaking up DC fandom that way um but I don't know it's just it's 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 not a good sign when this is supposed to be the Marvel killer and it's like I would put this on the same level as like the Eternals. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. One or two cool things in it, but the rest of it's just kind of, you know, eh. and it's the rock. Like he's supposed to be from like a thousand years ago. Right. But he's got like modern humor. Mm. And it's like, that's no, that's wrong. But all this technology existed a thousand years ago. No. So, um, he gets buried and entombed and then um, there are a thousand years it's like present day and there's all this like advanced technology and stuff like rocket bikes and like all of this shit that like we've never seen in the DCEU before Um, and like these these jets that the the Justice society of America use and all this stuff. And it's like, well, that's like nothing we've ever seen. And so like he gets waken up, um, in order to, to save somebody. 
and then it all just kind of goes berserk. But like, mm. then he's in modern times with like this thousand year old intellect, right? But he's like cracking jokes and stuff, and it's like, uh, okay. Hmm. So basically, a typical DC film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they haven't learned anything, right? They really haven't. It's not going to, I can't imagine this being anywhere close to a billion dollar movie. Um, it's just, it's shitty storytelling. It's crappy characters. Like you had crappy characters like, like Tony Stark in the first Iron Man is a dick. It's his way or the highway. He's, he's very set in his ways, but over the course of the 10 movies, he, he changes and I can't see anything where black Adam is going to reach the point where like, you're like, I want to see a Shazam and black Adam meet up. Hmm. Like, I, I don't know. It's weird. It's very odd. It'll be, this will probably be the only time I watch it. Unless like the kid wants to see it or something. Right. At some point. And I'll be like, all right, here. Do you want to see something horrible, kid? <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so again, I don't really recommend it. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Don't, don't waste your time. All right. Then I will not. Are you caught all caught up with the Marvel stuff? Yeah. Did Did you see Doctor Strange and Thor? Thor. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Which we, we talked about it. I dude, I slept since then. I don't. <laughs> you need to start taking your Nereva. What's that? It's, Is that like it's, brain stuff. Yes. Okay. It's a brain supplement. I hear if I read more, like, not just, like, shit online, but, like, uh -huh. actual books that helps, like, keep your brain sharp. Mmm. Just do Wordle. I do do Wordle. Oh. Today's was hard. Was it? I haven't done today's yet. I don't know. I, I did not get it. I got one letter. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, it's always funny... Cause I think like comicbook.com does like a daily, like today's wordle is easy or today's wordle will like give you a run for your money. And whenever I really struggle, I'll go on there and it's be like, today was, was easy. And I was like, it was, <laughs> and then I'll get like, I'll get, I'll get one and it'll be like, Oh, today's a head scratcher. And I was like, okay, I don't know what's going on anymore. So, yeah. Yeah, I didn't get Wordle, but I got Wordle 2 and Quartle. <laughs> I only play the one. Oh, okay. I play that and I play Framed. Have you ever done Framed? No, I haven't done Framed. Yeah, that's all like, you have to guess the movie. From the from the from, screen cap? From like six screen caps. Mm. And sometimes it's super easy and sometimes you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> so...
Maybe that'll help with my memory. Maybe. Who am I talking to? What's your name? Joe Biden. Edgar. <laughs> Edgar. Pierre. We. Oui. <laughs> we, <Oui>, Monsieur. <laughs> Remy? No. Are you a rat? <laughs> well, some would say. Some would say. Some would say. You're a rat. You're a dirty rat. That's funny. Have you watched any? Um, no, you said you didn't. So never mind. I won't ask. I won't even ask that question. No, go ahead. Ask. I might surprise you. I was going to say, have you seen any of the new season of um, Penn and Teller? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I actually have. Okay. I saw this week's episode. Did you see the one with the dude with the with the tiny hand? Yes. <laughs> Yes. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. Because he hit a little <laughs> tiny thumb and then, like, little tiny digits. Yes. It was a little weird. Apparently, Teller just went in for heart surgery. Yes. Yeah. But he's okay. Thank God. Why? Is this your favorite? Pen- uh no they both are, are they? I think they're package deal I don't think Penn would go on without him he's done some stuff on the side with um who's the dude that dresses up like the dragon Piff Piff he's done some stuff with him on like like piss videos and stuff where he's like his father oh okay um but yeah it would be really weird to go see a Penn Gillette show. Yeah. Without Teller. Mm-hmm. And how could you replace Teller? You can't. I mean, you, you couldn't. You There's can't. There's no way. Nope. Yep. Nope. So, okay. So you have watched more stuff. I have. I just don't remember. Bob Hart's Abishola. The Neighborhood. <laughs> Ghosts. 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 Is that a reality thing? No. Yeah. It's a, a husband and wife leave the big city, buy an abandoned mansion, and want to turn it into an Airbnb. And she accidentally falls and hits her head, and suddenly she can see ghosts, and there are all these ghosts living in the house. Oh, okay. It's a comedy. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I have watched something else that's um, interesting. What? Uh, Conjuring Kesha. O- okay. You know, Kesha the yeah. singer? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so she's got a supernatural show. Really? Yes. Oh my. Okay. And she has she has like guest stars who come and be on it with her, like the rapper Gata. Okay. And, and some girl who was a bachelorette. <laughs> uh, Whitney Cummings, Gata. Yep. Chip Coffee, who's a medium, I guess. Yeah. Betty he's, Who he's is the name of one of them. Big Frida. Oh, Big Frida's on it. Karen, Karen Elson and jo- 
Joel Fletcher. It was one of those last two. <laughs> she delves deep into the unknown along with some of her famous friends and experts in the supernatural to mm-hmm. search for all things unexplainable. Because when she's not on stage, she's searching for supernatural connections. Oh, of course. So, you know, like all of us. Of course. So, yeah. So it's, uh, do they just stick with ghosts or do they do like, is one like on UFOs? They did one on Bigfoot. Okay. And did they go out into the woods? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Probably not even where like there's a Bigfoot. No, it's probably like Griffith Park. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it's all filmed with IR cameras and it's really dark and yeah. And then any any like proof could be explained by like four other things. Yes. Like, do they sit down at the end and be like, look, we, we have this time lapse video of this thing happening? No, no, no. So they don't even like go over stuff at the end. Uh, not really. It's not like Ghost Hunters where they they explain everything that happened. And if you listen to this recording, you'll hear him say, get out. Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting. It's something to watch. Kesha. Okay. Sure. (laughs) Look, Discovery just needs fucking something to show, I guess. Uh, yes. So I wonder if they, if she approached them or they approached her. I'm sure her agents pitched her for it. (laughs) You know, she's really kind of spiritual and into the supernatural. She'd be great for her own ghost hunting show. (laughs) Now that she's mostly sober. (laughs) Wasn't it Kesha that? Yes. She's in like trouble with. Dr. Jeff or somebody? Uh, I, th- I thought like she was in trouble with... Or is that Shakira? Uh, see, I can't fucking keep track of these people. One of them is like... like Ready to go to jail for like tax evasion or something in like Mexico. That's Shakira. That's Shakira? That's Shakira. Okay. Yeah. Yes. What country is Kesha from? <laughs> the United she, States. She, she's American? Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't know her if I tripped over her like out on the sidewalk. So I only know her cause I worked with her once. <laughs> of course you have. <laughs> and she came towards me and I had no idea it was her. And you said, I'm sorry, who are you? Yeah, exactly. And she said, I'm Kesha. And you were like, Oh, sorry. Who's that? <laughs> Hi uh, Kesha. I don't give a shit. I would never say that to a celebrity fucking green rooms over there go sit down well maybe a kardashian <laughs> we'll call you when we're ready uh yeah that's funny why does that my, not surprise me it's my exciting life i have so many brushes with fame rubbing shoulders with kesha that's right all the little 13 year old girls would be so envious yes because there's nothing like a, a pop singer who talks about getting slizzard that's popular with the 12-year-olds. What? Slizzard? Get slizzard. I think the song's called TikTok, where she talks about how drunk she is, and, you know, it's classy. 
Oh, okay. You know, it's no, it's no WAP, but it's uh, yeah. As the middle-aged white man that I am, I just had to do slizzard into Google. Uh-huh. And it says that uh, it's a hip-hop slang word for incredibly drunk or high. Yep. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Popping bottles in the ice like a blizzard. When we drink, we do it right, getting slizzard. Classy. Good Christ. I want my kids listening to that. Slizzard, adjective. Completely intoxicated off scissorp. Scissorp, yes. <laughs> Made Scissorp. famous in connection with its consumption in one's ride, which may well be a G6. Could, <laughs> could very closely precede death, but will make you feel like a rock star right up until then. Protected Mother like says, son, stay away from that purple drank. It killed DJ Screw. The unheeding son says, yeah, ma, but at least I went out slizzard. Holy fuck. <laughs> mm -hmm. Isn't scissor like Coke and Robitussin? Uh, let me look it up. Hang on. Uh, it's a is an actual cough syrup ingredient used to create what is known as lean. It can be sold illegally or be obtained with a prescription to create lean. A popular drink created in Houston, Texas, you require the following for the original formula. Uh, promethazine with codeine, which is the scissor active ingredient, original Sprite, <laughs> and Jolly mm. Rancher candy. <laughs> oh, that's right. Jolly Ranchers are in it. Yes. Uh, the, the, the promethazine, promethazine causes motor skill impairment lethargy uh, extreme drowsiness as well as disassociative feeling from all other parts of the body wow maybe I'm slizzard right now <laughs> scissorp is normally a, the color purple because it's the grape jolly ranchers uh, yeah only true scissorp is purple ah uh, don't want none of that fake shit no made with NyQuil <laughs> according to UrbanDictionary.com uh, only true scissorp um, contains those ingredients and does not contain any form of alcohol crushed pills or other liquids in general okay so th that's the pure scissorp pure scissorp yep. and it'll still get you slizzard yep okay good to know see we taught people things today Yep, and if you have, if you have um, the scissor in a styrofoam cup, that's considered a muddy cup. Mm. And at a, at a party, you might hear the phrase, "Keep that, Chris. Pass me a muddy cup." So don't pass me the crystal. I want some mm. of that scissor. 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 I think. I think next time I come down, you and I should get some scissor. And we'll do a we'll do a, a podcast. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. You bring the promethazine, I'll get the sprite. <laughs> uh, okay. Come on, I'm sure you got some connections down there. Mm, no. No. 
I mean, I'm sure I do, but... <laughs> it's just a prescription antihistamine used to treat nausea, dizziness, and other allergic reactions. Of course. That's funny. Uh, gives you a leaned out kind of feeling. It's how us Texan folk get throwed, you heard? <laughs> Man, I am just too white to be reading off an of Urban Dictionary. Yes, you are. Wow. Uh, Promethazine is also slang for wine in healthcare worker circles. Specifically, paramedics use this term to describe drinking wine of any sort. Example, hey, Laura, what are you doing tonight? I don't know. I was thinking about going home and drinking a bottle of promethazine. Okay. Sure. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I'm not a paramedic, so I'm, I, uh, okay. And you're going to drink the whole bottle, Laura? Jesus Christ. What kind of <laughs> fucking night did you have? She got slizzard. Yeah, apparently. The Urban Dictionary. Let's do a roulette. Pick a pick a letter. X. X. Uh, oh Jesus Christ. Uh all right, let's do X pill. Yeah. That's street slang for ecstasy. Oh, What's, Boring. What's X protein? X protonium? What the hell's protonium? And it doesn't even tell you. Jesus. X's and O's, bitch. <laughs> Something that is said to close out a letter, I am, or really any conversation. Example. Oh, so it's like. Audrey, stop whining and get back in the game. X's and O's, bitch. Hugs and kisses, bitch? I guess so. Okay. Boy, those urban kids are clever. I guess so. Jesus Christ. There's there's an entry in Urban Dictionaries that that says, X-teen pussy Asian lesbian. (laughs) I'm not clicking on that one, but... <laughs> you know. Uh, wow. What's ex legged mean? A woman that got fucked by a black man and can't walk. Oh, Jesus. Hey girls, I got fucked up last night and now I'm ex legged. <laughs> it's all in the urban dictionary. You can all go look it up yourselves. Mm, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's pick one more letter. Q. Q. Oh, Jesus, I can't pronounce any of these words. <laughs> They've all got like apostrophes and shit in them. What's Q nasty? Q nasty means a bitch or very, what? Sometimes referred to as a lame buzzkill, clockbox, douchebag, idiot, loser, asshole, drunk, or sometimes adopted. 
A Q nasty is the lowest scum on the earth. Mm, okay. Wow. So if you really want to diss somebody, you call them Q nasty. You call them Q nasty, yep. Okay. I know, know you're going to be walking around work this week. Being call like, people Q nasty? You're fucking Q nasty. Go away. And they're going to be like, what? How about a Qgasm? You want to take a guess at what a Qgasm is? Um, no. It's the sensation one experiences while cleaning out one's ear canal with a Q-tip. Oh. Okay. Somebody says, "I'm, I'm. It's time for a shower and a Qgasm." <laughs> oh Lord! No wonder the country's in the state it's in. <laughs> uh. Okay. This will be the last one. Oh, okay. This this works. So this this title is called this entry is entitled Qtarded. Oh God. A person that is a Qtard believes lies and bullshit conspiracy theories easily. Generally oh. a very stupid person with no brain processing power, easily fooled idiot type of person. The example is, look at that crowd of cheering Trump supporters, a mass of cute-tarted people. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so I kind of like that one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, Should make some t-shirts up, say cute-tard. They also believe Trump won the 2020 election, which he didn't. They just believe fictional conspiracy theories as if they were real. Look at mm. that moron shouting nonsense. For sure, a cute-tard. Oh, that's fun. That, but that's very appropriate. Yes. Good God, there's like five pages of Q stuff. <laughs> I mean, some of these entries are just like letters stuck together that doesn't actually fucking say anything. So there's a bunch of random characters and the definition seriously is when you don't know what to type and you and you're surprised that this came up, you are one lucky individual. Okay. Okay. I feel like uh, the Urban Dictionary isn't well moderated. <laughs> it's like Wikipedia. Kinda. Like people are just adding shit to this. Right. And they're just like, all right, here you go. There's like four pages of this bullshit. Bunch of random letters. A final boredom stage. You have typed all these letters um, down to three rows from right to left, reverse and reverse and reverse. You are lucky not to have committed suicide. Good job. Okay. All right. I'm going to close Urban Dictionary now. Because <laughs> that's just too fucking weird. But it was fun. If you say so. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. Well, you got anything else for this week then? Uh, no. No? All right. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. Put the candle back. <laughs> <laughs>